0: what's going on everybody welcome back to the meta Era nerd podcast i am your host as always rico and with me my uh my tank top brother the card connoisseur marcus what's going on buddy
1: not much man hanging out uh getting ready to podcast again and if you guys have not seen rico and i finally get, uh, did our first video it's up on youtube and Obviously, some adjustments need to be done, and we're going to kind of figure things out, make it a lot easier. I know Rico's mostly working on the technological side of all that. So, and I'm just here to look pretty, show my face, and talk my ass off. But, yeah, it was fun. I had a great time, again, playing off the reactions and just playing off the video and just kind of seeing everything and doing that tier list. If, in case you didn't know, we did do a Pokemon tier list from the first generation. I'm sorry, from the first generation all the way to the ninth gen. So we did all the all the starters, only the starters, only the first evolution is what I meant to say. But had a great time, had a blast. I know Rico probably had less just because I know Rico was struggling trying to <laughs> figure it out as far as like using OBS and Twitch and trying to figure out the best way for us to get going. And it was mainly just trying to get what my video on there or something with the audio or making sure something doesn't clash i don't know i left it up to rico but it worked but i know again <clears throat> just trying to make them faster um get them on youtube faster and just you know have more videos to see because i had a blast and i think rico can say the same right
0: yeah yeah and uh like you mentioned it was a it was a little bit of work it was a little scuffed for our first video but uh, all in all, we were able to get it going and I thought it was good enough quality that we could put it up and it would be our first, you know, YouTube video, much like the change from like our very first podcast to where we're at, where we're at now, you know, huge difference. Sometimes I go back and I like say, I want to check this out. And after the first little while, I'm like, okay, I can't listen to this. And then you go to some some of our more recent uh, recordings and you're like, wow, this is so much more comfortable, so much more natural. So hopefully with time, also, our YouTube will continue to grow. I do have a, a couple of more things lined up, some more tier list. I think I have, depending on some of the answers that Marcus gives me today about a certain thing, I might have our first React content as well. So uh, yeah, I'll be probably trying to get that done, at least maybe two more videos sometime this week. Uh, it's looking like we're also going to have uh, one of the guests that we've been talking about for a long time this week. I don't want to I don't want to say again because I don't want to like put him on blast or pressure him or whatever, but it's looking like we're going to be having a guest on our discussion this week. Uh should be a fun one if that happens. Um but yeah, some interesting stuff around uh around the uh metaverse uh-huh. around the uh the entertainment sphere uh this week. Uh some of the first couple things uh one of the first things I wanted to bring out there was uh, Elon Musk is saying that Twitter is going to be changed to X, uh, which I mean it, we, we just want, went down a rabbit hole just before this about uh, somebody posed the question. Well, if Twitter is now X, then when I watch videos on Twitter, what are those videos going to be called? <laughs> Leading to like everyone saying, "Oh, X videos." Which, if you know, you grew up in the '90s, <laughs> you grew up in the last twenty, thirty years, like you know, you, 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 know, you know where we're going. So, you know, you know,
1: right? (laughs) Yeah. You know,
0: you know, so, uh, so yeah, I mean, that, that's a funny thing. So that's leading to X videos trending on Twitter, which some people are saying that the traffic now to the site has grown exponentially. So that's kind of funny. Uh, something else I saw is that, uh, the Twitter CEO, Linda, I probably going to butcher this name like usual, but linda yaccarino says that x will be powered by ai so there's gonna be like an ai aspect to to x formerly known as twitter so uh, what do you think of this change i mean elon has kind of come in and made some changes that people like others that people don't like you know the whole uh, what is it uh getting verified thing twitter blue paying for it uh some of the things in terms of uh how many DMs people can get a day? How many tweets people can see a day? Uh, just uh, you know, there, there's been a lot of stuff that's been hit or hit or miss. What do you think of the name change though? Twitter has seemed like it's it's one of those things like Facebook. You you get on Facebook, you tweet. You know, you're on YouTube.
1: Now Twitter's changing. Honestly, I'm not. Every time Elon does something, I'm always never going to be sure if it's something that's permanent. He does a lot of things, and he also, I guess, I'm going to use the word play. He plays around with Twitter because he can. It's his. He can do whatever the hell he wants with it. But honestly, I'm at this point where I I think he does things like this just to kind of get a rise out of the Internet because the Internet is something else, and they roll with it, and... Honestly, it becomes almost comical just to some of the memes. And I, we were we were laughing so much at the whole X videos thing. And I, all I can think of uh, to myself was, I swear, I feel like Elon does shit like this on purpose. <laughs> just to kind of get a rise. Now, again, if it sticks, it sticks. If it doesn't, uh, people will adapt. The internet will adapt. I know with the whole threads thing, people kind of, you know, took it for what it was. And now, you know, he's thinking about changing Twitter to X. And then there's, you know, Uh, facebook kind of doing the meta again it's it's social media the internet in general evolves people roll with it so if it sticks great if it doesn't it doesn't and i think the internet and social media regardless will venture on and just kind of you know keep going with the next big thing if you would but yeah we'll see what happens man i know it was kind of funny when i saw it i was like wow okay cool
0: (laughs) yeah i guess it's just tough he's trying to make it his own thing i guess but you know, sending a tweet, getting on Twitter, like, that's been a staple for, like, the last couple of years. I know, uh, it, it, it didn't start when Facebook started. I think it started a little bit later, right? But it's more of a short form thing, you know, where a lot of people get news or stuff like that. So I've always been a big Twitter fan. So now going over to it being X, I'm still going to use it. Uh, I did make a threads also. So uh, I, I still have spent most of my time on Twitter, though. So, uh, I don't know. Like you said, let's just see if, it's, see if it sticks or if he ends up just going back to, you know, the, the name brand that everybody has come to know over the past couple of years. years. Uh, something else that I found really interesting. I don't know if you, if you caught this or not, but I, put, I posted something in our sports uh, channel where FIBA uh, launched an all-LED basketball court.
1: Biba launched an all LED basketball court.
0: Yeah, if you go onto our, our sports page there, you if you click the very bottom link, it's an it should be an Instagram link. You'll get a look at what this court looks like. And it's I I'm not sure like where to draw the line, whether it, it's very, very cool, very, very entertaining, very, very engaging. But at what point does that become distraction? for the people on the court, you know, for the players. Yeah. Uh, as a fan, like, the experience is just wow. Like, some of the things that you'd be able to do with something like that, you can see that they put, like, the team logos on each side. There's some advertising. They they show when, uh, you know, there's three points, you know, uh, get loud. All, all type of graphics that they could do with this LED court. Uh, do you think this is cool? Do you think this is too much?
1: Honestly, dude, I... I don't know. Uh, I I, I get the gimmick behind it. Absolutely. And again, it's advertising on the actual court. To to me, it's just another massive form of advertising in general. You know, it's kind of having a jumbotron on the actual court. And at what point it probably gets distracting if they change too much. And again, I know a lot of times uh, our athletes are super hyper-focused on what they're trying to do and the point they're trying to score to really pay attention to any of this stuff. But who's to say it wouldn't be distracting in any, you know, in any, any way. And also they said it was glass of glass or what is it? Basketball Mm -hmm. quarter. Yeah. So it's not hardwood. I
0: don't think so. I think it said there that it's a glass. It has to be some kind of reinforced glass, of course. So I don't know. I I wonder that that's another thing I hadn't thought about. I wonder what it feels like,
1: how different it feels like. I mean, I'm looking at the video and they're kind of, they're they're able to bounce a ball, shoot, do all kinds of regular, yeah. do what you would in hard, hardwood. But again, I don't know how I feel about that. I guess my, my big thing is to me, it's just in somebody else capitalizing on advertisement, advertisement on the actual court, to put more stuff on the court uh, to, to have more money. There's no reason for it. And I, you know, the more I talk it out, the more I'm kind of just like, it's like, what? seriously, like, I don't know. I, I don't think I'm a fan. Just because of that, you know, like we don't need more hyper, you know, sensitized advertising, especially on a basketball court. We enjoy nice basketball courts, but I don't want to see, you know, Twitter on the actual thing. I don't want to see Ford, you know, or Chevrolet across the goddamn, you know what I mean? Stuff like that. So that's kind of, you know, eh.
0: Yeah, I, I, I think it's. I'm kind of in the middle because I don't care about the advertising. I, I'm not, they're not going to get me like that. I, that doesn't bother me. I know that's more on the organization side. Like they're trying to make some money for their org, fine, whatever, whatever they need to do. Uh, as long as it doesn't affect the teams out there. Being that we were both players at one point, uh, you don't want anything to distract you on the court. It uh-huh. seems like they're doing a fairly decent job of only movement and stuff like that like uh when the it's like a dead ball or like they're at the very beginning of the game like to kind of get the hype up for the jump ball so as long as they're only doing some of the more fancy things on dead balls and stuff like that i think it's okay because for the fan experience that's going to enhance it a little bit i'm thinking like you know uh steph curry or something like that is going to break a new record or lebron is when he was going to break the scoring record imagine on the court it shows like on the on the court, it shows, like, LeBron, two more shots. It has a big old picture of LeBron, and it says two shots away. And then one shot away. And then the whole court goes to congratulations, new scoring leader, LeBron James. You know, I'm thinking of something like that. Like, that would be amazing. And I think, to me, that might outweigh the advertising. Of course, that's only going to happen once every so often when you have big records or big nights for certain uh, players and stuff like that. But I... I I think it's cool. But uh, ultimately, I feel like the decision comes down to, I, I would think, the players, whether or not that's too much for them. Because at the end of the day, I, I don't want them to be
1: uh, I, affected. I, I find the role kind of gaudy. Like, it's just to me, I, I don't, even for something like that, it, it wouldn't pique my interest whatsoever on the actual court. Like, I, I just, I, I don't think the hardwood's something that should, that should be messed with to that capacity.
0: Yeah, yeah, maybe maybe it's not, uh, maybe it's not something that needs to come to our side of the world, or you know, maybe we only whip it out like for the All Star games or something like that, where the game's not maybe as maybe
1: maybe it's not as serious because maybe special occasion. But I wouldn't want to see something like that take over every single basketball court. Imagine that'd be kind of crazy. What you're going to replace hardwood floors with LED glass floors? that's crazy, dude. That's some. That's crazy. (laughs)
0: Yeah, and on top of that, you know, something like something like this breaks, or there's some kind of technical difficulty. Uh, What is the our games just going to have to be postponed, or how how does that work? So that's that's uh, That's better safe than sorry. But what I'm (laughs) but what imagine what I'm saying? We we just got done talking about X videos. Imagine,
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah, that'd be nice.
0: So so yeah, uh, I think it's cool. I, I actually think it's really cool. But I also don't think like, it, would be a, it would be a good idea for it to be normalized Yeah. Uh, as of yet. So, yeah, I, I just thought this was pretty cool for some of the possibilities. Of course, like you said, there are, good, there are some cool things, some things that we probably wouldn't like. But, uh, yeah, it, it, it was just interesting to me. Uh, yeah. It'll be interesting to see if, we, if they actually use this because we do have FIBA this summer, right? E,
1: what are we? Is it, is it
0: this summer? Is, it, is, is this a FIBA year? Because I, I, I want to say Luca is supposed to be playing for uh, Slovenia this year. Let's see. The FIBA World Cup will take place in the Philippines August 25th to September 10th. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, we are getting some FIBA. We're going to get some FIBA games and stuff this, this year. So I, I just thought that was cool. And we'll be looking out for that uh, if it happens over the course of uh, this, this FIBA season. Uh, we can jump straight into anime. Uh, We did get, uh, earlier this this week, we did get uh, the announcement. We got a teaser and then uh, followed by an announcement a couple days later of uh, Boruto 2 Blue Vortex officially announced for August 21st, which is going to be, I guess, their version of, like, the Shippuden manga. It's going to be, like, the continuation. And I don't know how true it is, but somebody on Twitter did say that if you look up Vortex... Let's see. Let, let's do this in real time. If you look up Vortex. There's uh, supposed,
1: supposed to be what? Four episodes? Right. Four, four new episodes, right? Uh, this is the,
0: this is, that's Naruto. This is the Boruto manga.
1: Oh, the Boruto manga. Oh, oh, Yeah, oh, oh. This, this is going to be
0: the Boruto manga that's going to be continuing from where we left off. And uh, one of the big things with this is that uh, we got to look at Sarada's new design. Which oh, some yeah. people loved, some people didn't. Uh, you know, I, people have felt some kind of way about the way Saruda looks like in the manga versus the anime. And there's been people that like this one better, that one better. And here they're going for a completely new design, which kind of is different. Uh, like I said, some people like, some people don't. It kind of, I know, uh, to me, uh, right away it screamed to like when Sasuke got a little bit more emo and grew up a little bit, got to those teenage years. I know you mentioned, you felt like there was some, uh, some of her uncles. Itachi
1: uh, influence. Absolutely. Yeah, influence in there. Absolutely. Uh, for, for I don't know if it's the drawing, the hair, the look, she seems to be a lot more serious. And for good reason, keep in mind that when it came to Boruto, Naruto, um, their, not only do their appearances change, but their, obviously their emotional aspects change as well. And that's, that's, there constantly, every single time there's a major change, the the, the emotional aspect also takes a hit. But I, I honestly I thought she looked amazing. I thought she looked great. Um I uh, I'm I know people are like, oh they thought are gonna be she was gonna have long hair. You know, again, this is their second generation. We might get a Obviously, maybe a more future iteration of her, maybe later on down the road. There, you know, saw, you know uh, Sakura cut her hair, grew it out, you know, all kinds of stuff. So, who's to say that she lets it grow out? And you know, they can all. It's easier to you can you can do both, right? Because. They can grow hair if they wanted, you know what I mean. They can cut the hair where they wanted and do whatever. So if people are going crazy for the hair, then by all means. But I thought she looked awesome. I, I will, I'm totally for it. They can always if the hair is the issue, they can always change it if they want. Um, they can always give some excuse. But it it's it's honestly, I think it's awesome. I think it's cool. Yeah, personally,
0: I I do too. I love the look. I love the short hair, and I love the little like more punky look that she has going on there. Uh, what I was referring to earlier, I, I, look, I couldn't find the, the tweet, but somebody mentioned that if you look up and break down uh, shippuden, that uh, it looks like it's a combination of two words in Japanese, shippu and den. Shippu means strong swift wind, and den means legends. Uh, means chronicles or legends, so that if, when you put them together as shippuden, it kind of breaks down to the literal translation would be something like uh, hurricane chronicles or hurricane legends. So being that now we're gonna go to two blue vortex, like they're saying that there's kind of a little bit of a relationship there ish. Vortex, hurricane, you know, it, it, it's lining up to be it's Boruto Shippuden.
1: Well, in other do words. I, yeah, I mean, and in this case, two blue vortex. I guess they're gonna because this story between Boruto and and Kawaki, it's very reminiscent of. Naruto and Sasuke. So uh, obviously, I think sarada takes a bigger, bigger part in this. And I honestly wouldn't be surprised if she gets a lot if she's the main character for a lot of these, especially the way they put out the teaser and they kind of attached the title to her. um because I always felt in in Naruto that she kind of she had a she has an amazing a lot of potential, a lot more, a hell of a lot more than Sakura does. And last thing we want is for some, a character like her to not, you know, bring out the full potential, you know? Because I know the emphasis was mainly on Kawaki, even Boruto sometimes, kinda went to that backseat. So I'm sure we're going to get a lot of Boruto and a lot of that uh, here. So that'd be cool to see.
0: Yeah, I think, I think especially too with where we left off and the, in, in the manga and what is currently going on, like as we shut down like that first part and her being in the situation that she's in, I definitely also think that she's going to be a big uh, focus here going forward. So, and hopefully they they stick with that, you know. Yeah. Uh, we you did also talk about Naruto a little bit. We are going to be having the special episodes. We talked about it a while back that we we're going to get four completely new anime episodes, and we did get the announcement that they're going to be starting on September third. Uh, what do I? What else did I have here about that? It, these are the ones that are going to be commemorating the twentieth anniversary. So, you know, I really don't think, I have no idea what they're going to be about. I don't think anybody does. So we're just going to have to wait and see who, for those Naruto fans. It's going to be a treat.
1: Who knows? And I'm kind of curious as to, because we, uh, we do have Boruto. Um, I'm just, and, and again, Boruto the the bread and butter right now for the universe. Um, I know they just released their um, um, Naruto's dad. What's his name? Minato, he Minato. just had yeah, he just had his manga released. I wouldn't doubt if uh, seeing seeing what happens to these four again. I know nothing about them, but if I had to come up with some sort of predict for some sort of prediction here, I don't think this is the last of this particular Naruto Naruto episodes uh, that we'll see. And again, that's depending on what's here because they do have a lot of those other side stories and that have been hinted that they what wanna see those adapted i wouldn't doubt if this leads right into those and we get kind of like a double dip naruto universe thing here so that'd be kind of interesting watching right. a whole prequel of it, it, you know, it's not dude. about jiraiya hey dude we need more Jiraiya, dude he needs this <laughs> story man and if not uh well oh, i saw somewhere where, where they, they had said something about uh, kashi and koji and maruto and i said man i was like i don't see my boy anywhere so y'all he, he just left he never came back yet bastards
0: yeah, he's gone, bro. He's, he's done. Yeah, I guess so, dude. You can
1: hack it. Guess not.
0: <laughs> Speaking of done, <laughs> uh, the final saga of the anime featuring Ash within the Pokemon universe is set to release on Netflix in the US on September 8th. I did watch uh, online some of the stuff that's going to be happening, so I'm super... It's worth it. It's, the, the way it wraps up uh, is just amazing. Uh, it's going to hit you in your feels if you're like a longtime Pokemon fan. So, uh, you know, if you're a Pokemon fan like I am, be on the lookout September 8th for Pokemon Masters and, uh, you know, wrap up the journey with Ash. I did also see the little preview of uh, Pokemon Horizons with Liko. I don't know if you got to check that out at all, but very, very likable character, very, very relatable character. And I'm very much excited to see what that journey is going to look like uh on that end once we get that in the United States. I'll probably uh check it out also, see where I can find it uh online and stuff and uh you know just get a little bit more of a peek into there and then eventually it'll come to us and I'll be able to watch it on probably on Netflix and stuff like that. So uh I'm yeah. excited. For did sure. you did you get to check that out? I think I sent you the video right of the, of I'm the fi- check- like the last part of the last episode. Oh man. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah so it's gonna be good we also do have uh seven deadly sins grudge of edinburgh movie part two coming to netflix august 8th so right around the corner as well i know this is a a manga that marcus keeps pushing me to to go read and i want i just haven't uh, gone around to that one i just finished reading uh i think we talked about it last week right that i read uh uh, Demon Slayer so I'm yeah. getting ready for for another one. Maybe that, that one's one that's up for contention so maybe I will read that one or maybe I'll wait to watch the movie and then read it after. Uh, let's see. What else? Thing. Yeah, that's not a bad idea now that I think about yeah. it. We also have uh, One Piece film Red, uh, One Piece Stampede, and One Piece film Gold coming to Crunchyroll on July 27th. I know you particularly at the moment are real into One Piece and Mention One Piece, and we can't not bring up Andrew also. So, you uh-huh. know, these are some things that y'all are gonna be able to check out on Crunchyroll. Uh, I don't, I know Red because I know that one is one of the newer ones. I'm not sure about Stampede and Gold.
1: Yeah, those are the earlier ones.
0: Okay, I figured that. So yeah, but I, I wasn't sure, so I didn't want to say. But yeah, July 27th. So that's you know in a couple of days on Thursday. Uh, what else do I see here? There was a teaser for a Rick and Morty anime going around uh i was a big fan of the rick and morty early on but i kind of fell not that i lost interest in it but i just didn't keep up with it because you know nowadays there's just so much out there to watch and to play and to do so it's just hard to keep up with everything that's one of the ones that i kind of just fell out of my you know my circle of things that i that i keep up with so uh you know, maybe maybe I'll get back on the train. I know it's a, I know a couple of people in our group really like it and stuff. So, are you a Rick and Morty fan at all? Have you watched or?
1: I've only seen season one, and after that, I've, I've never seen the rest. I know the Rick and Morty, what's his name, the creator, uh, came under fire and is replaced, and they're going to continue on without him and basically do voice alikes, kind of mm-hmm. cover for it. And yeah, I yeah. just, I saw, I think it might have been right before we started recording, that I I want to say because we're on season eight right now, correct? Yes, I think so. Then I I think I saw that season nine was already being worked on and stuff like that. So um, it's become a staple. And here we are, man. So if you're a Rick and Morty fan, get ready for more.
0: (laughs) Yeah, this last one, uh, I'll kind of let you take this one over. The the Adult Swim thing that you shared. Uh, I'm not not as versed as this, but this is off of Anime News Network. But I guess here the title is Adult Swim, Cowboy Bebop, Shin, Shinichiro Watanabe Mapa Produce, New Original Anime Lazarus. What do you know about Lazarus, Marcus?
1: Well, it actually, some more information was released today. It's going to be a tent. They're hopefully going for 2024. Um, it's called Lazarus. And in this one, they're, they're, they did release a teaser trailer. And again, if you're familiar, if you're familiar with uh, Watanabe's works. Um, he's done Cowboy Bebop, Samurai Champlo, uh, Space Dandy, uh, and now we're, we're going to have Lazarus. Um, I, he also did um, Carolyn Tuesday on Netflix. So if you're a fan of his work, it's more of the same, and you know his storytelling capabilities are just always insane. If you've seen the trailer, um, it looks like a guy kind of breaking out from, jar- from jail, and just like this whole Lazarus project, in this case, it's... And I, I, I kind of mentioned it a while, uh, in, uh, our, I think our last, our last podcast where there's this doctor who's making these robots, I'm not robots, uh, who's making this drug or whatever, and this drug's supposed to be the end all be all of, of of medicines. But years down the road, he's this doctor becomes the heartbinger of death, and now it's up to somebody to come and take out this guy. So they it's a task force of agents. It almost kinda sounds like a suicide suicide squad type thing. So but mm-hmm. we'll see more. Um more you know, where we're going, where it's at, and hopefully um it hits and i'm sure it is again if you're a fan of his work you're, you're going to be a fan of of lazarus so again 2024 for that one um that that's also going to take me into a couple of more uh a couple of new things here um adult swim being tied again to lazarus also showed off some trailers today uzumaki ninja Kamui, and uh Cooly grunge uh if you're familiar with the Cooly, it's another adaptation or another uh, continuation of those um the Fully Coolie series. Um Uzumaki being the uh Junji Ito's just I guess right now his most popular uh horror manga where it's just a bunch of creepy stories, a bunch of creepy figures. Uh, if you've seen the Funko Pops, you know there's a lady with all the holes in her head and stuff like that, real creepy looking. So that the trailer for that did drop. I haven't checked that one out yet, but you know there's a number of things coming out. And again we had Fully cruelly Grunge and then we had the Ninja Camui. So if you're a fan of any of those three, again, um, if you're a fan of Ninjas, the Fully Coolie series, or um, Uzumaki, then get ready because I believe all of this is kind of starting to come. I believe 2024 tentative. Um, I'm not sure if they're going to be only a, a Adult Swim, though. I think that's the thing that Adult Swim is doing, trying to bring original program anime to theirs, which is, I think it's awesome because Adult Swim is, you know, where I saw my first anime, so I would hate to mm-hmm. see it. I was going to say yeah. that was an entry
0: point for a lot of us growing yeah. up
1: in our yeah. generation. so. so I, would, I would hate to see anything happen to that. So the fact that they're doing this you know, is awesome. And again, it sounds like the Lazarus anime is going to be for, for Adult Swim. So I hope it sticks to something like that. That'd be great to see. Um, two more things. Uh, Sandland. And I know this is the one that we've been talking about quite a bit. Sandland being from Akira Toriyama's you know manga um there's a game there's gonna be a game on it there's it's basically dragon ball but in the desert and with his artwork and stuff like that if you're familiar with um dragon quest those type of characters that toriyama also uh coming to north america in 2024 and the film i believe uh i don't know well this is in japan so i'm hoping that they do bring at least they release it here in the U.S., where it will have an IMAX screening. Which uh, I, lately, a lot of anime has, and it's such an experience, such a treat to see anime on a huge screen. So, uh, if you're if you're a fan, I'm gonna be watching this one. Hopefully, it's an IMAX. I'll be watching IMAX if it's there. I I can guarantee you, Andrew will message me or call me and be like, "Hey, man, are you gonna go see this movie in IMAX?" I'm gonna be like, "Hell yeah!" So we'll see. Um, that kind of reminds me. There's the IMAX. Was it IMAX? Not to no, I'm sorry, not IMAX. It was just a regular screening for Slam Dunk the movie this week here. Um, I, I saw, I looked up tickets and there was only two people going so far. And I was like, man, I got, I, I gotta be one of them. I think it's on Thursday, Thursday. Cause I know we're leaving Friday, this Friday to, to, um, to a wedding, you know, congrats again. One of our, one of our biggest fans. So you're out there. Um, <laughs> shout out again. But yeah, so we have Sandland and the last thing, which is a new anime by, Ichiroda, who is the you know, one piece, right? Going back on the one piece train. Well, before One Piece was released, he had a series of short works. And again, when I'm into something, I tend to try and read or go back and look at whatever work this mangaka artist has put out. I did the same thing with this guy. And strangely enough, I did this like last week where I just kind of went to see what he had written, what, ri- what else he had written. And I saw that he had some short stories and some one shots. And I had I didn't read them, but I did see them, and they were supposed to be tied to One Piece. I believe these are considered canon to the universe. Um, there's five one shots, but they're all they're all part of uh, the One Piece universe. And I think Luffy's even one of them. And a girl who looks like Nami, her name is An, is in one of them also. And it, it's Romance Dawn. Romance Dawn being that very first um, arc that we experience in One Piece. So you can kind of see the inspiration and him, how long he's actually been working on these things. And then you even see some other characters in some of the one-shots that seem to be reminiscent of Zoro, and seem to be reminiscent of Sanji. And then you have, uh, what I guess, what would be Usopp, the guy with the gun and sniper. So we see all kinds of one-shots. Well, uh, these one-shots, these collection one-shots, could be uh, gotten to a um i guess like a small volume i, I believe the volume is called wanted well uh, but they're releasing monsters which is actually one of the one shots in one of the five one shots in there so uh we're getting an anime i'm not sure when just yet but if it's called monsters from what we've seen i'm sure we will be getting probably all the one shots of there so we'll see this came out in 1993 1994 i believe somewhere around there so um It's going to take us way back. So it's going to be interesting to see what the inspiration for One Piece is. So if you're a fan, which I know there's a lot, get ready. And yeah, that ends my anime rant. (laughs) They're always great. We learn a lot. (laughs) Yeah, thanks.
0: Yeah, so, you know, kind of bridging the gap between anime and gaming. We did get the last uh, episode of Overwatch Genesis on YouTube. I don't know. Have you? This is where I was talking about... What could possibly be our next YouTube video? Have you watched any of the Overwatch Genesis videos yet?
1: I have not.
0: Not. Okay. So then, if that's the case, I did watch them. Marcus has not watched them. Uh, but I'll figure out a way that we can watch them together, hopefully in video format, uh, and be looking out for that on YouTube here going forward. I won't say too much about them other than they were all great, and I think they get progressively better as you go on. So, uh, you know, if you're an Overwatch fan, you're one of those people that's hoping for a anime at some point, you know, give it a watch, give it a watch again, make sure those numbers are pumped up high because, uh, again, the devs did say that they were going to kind of gauge interest based on how these things did. They're very short. They're very, they're not too crazy into the universe, but just enough to where it's a little bit exciting. So again, check it out, pump up those numbers and you know, here's to hoping that we get an anime. Oh yeah. Um also sticking with Overwatch, uh, Blizzard Games did announce that they're going to be coming to Steam, uh starting with Overwatch 2. And I believe that this is going to start on is it August 20th? I think I saw August 20th, which is going to be uh coinciding with the launch of the new season, season 6, which is the one that everyone's talking about. They're going to bring PvE in uh to some extent. They're going to bring the uh what, what is it called, the uh hero mastery And uh, some other things coming uh, along the way. Uh, It'll be Blizzard's first game on Steam, which is pretty interesting. I think you are going to have to still link like some kind of Battle.net account. But there is going to be cross-play. There's going to be cross-progression for those people that only have Steam. I mean, uh, sorry, Battle.net because of Overwatch. You know, you maybe don't have to... You don't have to go and re-download the game if you're already using Battle.net, but if you kind of want to get rid of a launcher, which I know some people are particular about, you only... You don't want to have, you know, this one and that one and this one and that one. You want to kind of stick it all under one umbrella. You know, you're going to be able to do that on Steam, at least for Overwatch, uh, starting August 20th. So that's uh, that's pretty cool. Um, I think it makes sense, too, from the, from the game uh, dev side. You know, they're going to... a huge influx of people on steam are going to be trying out their new free-to-play game free-to-play game uh at the launch of their next season that they're kind of hyping up to be like the big one that's gonna you know shift i think the trajectory of overwatch a little bit i know uh there's been some rough news around the overwatch world too with like uh overwatch league might be shutting down uh kind of seems like that's the direction that they're going in with that but of course Overwatch League and its big giant over the uh, larger than life format is kind of going to lead. I I believe it's going to lead to something else popping up, something a little bit more homegrown, something a little bit more grassroots, which I think is going to be relatable for more people to to watch. Uh, hopefully, because uh, I know I'm a big Overwatch League uh, watcher, so uh, I'm I'm very interested to see what happens uh, going forward. Uh, what else do we have? Uh, also, not. So much with Overwatch, but with Blizzard overall, we did uh, get news that the Microsoft and Activision uh, acquisition, uh, Activision Blizzard acquisition, are going to extend the merger agreement to October. So this is going to delay the acquisition so that they can resolve some of the UK regulatory uh, situations. From what I understood, they're going to try and iron out some of the problems that they had with UK. I know we covered that about like it's going to be like the cloud gaming rights was like the one thing that for some reason or another, was like the big problem that they had in the UK. So they're going to try and iron out some of those things so that they can kind of stay where like everybody's okay with this. They don't want to just, even though they could just kind of force force this thing through and just say, haha, too bad, get fucked. Or you know, like they're <laughs> going to gonna try and keep everybody happy, which yeah. I mean, that, that, good on them. Good on them because I don't think everybody, not, every, not just everyone would do this. Uh, so, you know, g- good on them. And let's, let's see what else. Uh, uh, it, it's kind of a done deal, but let's see what else they kind of comprom- uh, compromise with or whatever uh, with the UK. Uh, any thoughts about those, about uh, them coming to Steam or, like, the extension of the acquisition?
1: I mean, good on them, I guess. Uh, first of all, right, for, the, for extending the acquisition, again, you want to make sure everything, all the fine lines, all the fine prints is set. Before anything Mm -hmm. else happens, right? And then, as far as the game coming to Steam, I know you had said you you had mentioned it because I had asked why, why? Because I wasn't sure why initially, and then you had mentioned that it was uh, there is some truth to them boosting up numbers. I know you had mentioned what was it, Call of Duty, or what what game went to Steam and they did see a a rise in players. You you had mentioned the game when you had talked about it. I don't remember which game, but when they took a game to Steam, um, there. There was some. There was a increase in the in, in the servers for players playing the game, um, and I was like, "Oh, okay, that makes a lot yeah, more sense." Yeah,
0: it might have it might have been Call of Duty because Call of Duty initially was a Steam game. Then at some point they took them over to to uh, the Battle Net launcher, and no then thing. some some of them were exclusively launching on Battle.net for a while. I, I think, I, I don't remember exactly what the, what the process was like, but it just makes sense. You know. More, more platforms that people or those people that only play on Steam you know, are going to get this new free-to-play game that they're going to be able to play with their friends that has you know, an extensive universe, different kinds of characters, different kinds of play styles, uh, aspects of teamwork, competitive grind. It's now going to have a story mode. You know. So it just makes sense to, to cast their net just a little bit wider yeah. and see how many people, how many new numbers, and they're going to be able to say, wow, you, we broke records season six, come check it out. We have this many players, this many new people on the game. So why not? It makes sense.
1: Yeah. More players is always good. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. So uh, a couple more things we have in the gaming verse. Um, we did have a documentary, which I still have not watched yet, but we had a documentary about the making of one of our favorites. Uh, Vampire Survivors. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Andrew said he already watched this, and he said it was pretty cool. He he was uh, mentioning some things to me, which I won't say because I haven't watched it yet, and you haven't watched it yet. Uh, but I'll I'll definitely be be checking this out. Uh, it's on on YouTube. I think it's on no. I think the YouTube channel is called NoClip, uh, and it's just under the video do- video game documentary series. Again, uh, Vampire Survivor, phenomenal game. And I'm very interested in, in the thought process to just how this guy builds such a simplistic but addicting. And I, I'm going to reinforce that. Addicting <laughs> <laughs> video game. So, uh, yeah, that, that's, uh, that's something definitely on my watch list. Uh, and it, it's, uh, let me see, how long is it about? About 30 minutes. So it's a 30. Wow. So that, that's kind of ironic because a game of Vampire Survivor also goes about 30 minutes. So let's uh we'll have to we'll have to reconvene after i watch that and see what i think
1: Mm
0: -hmm. um there was also a story trailer released this week for spider-man 2 which is i know a very highly anticipated game uh and along with that we also got the first look at the spider-man 2 ps5 control and console so what did you think of those did you watch the trailer? Did you just get a look at the console? Well,
1: I think is you, it all me, uh, you all sent me a picture of the console. I didn't watch the trailer, but I did see the console. And again, Spider-Man's, Spider-Man's amazing. I love Spider-Man. And the color schemes is great. The color scheme looks good. So I'm for it. The controller looks very nice. Very nice. That,
0: yeah. The, I'm, I'm a big fan. I'm, I'm not, I've never been the biggest fan of like the form of the PS5. I preferred like the the PlayStation four and like that style. So the change was a little drastic, but this console looks amazing. Like you mentioned, the controller is right there with it too. So yeah, looking good, looking good. Uh, last co- last thing I have, uh, we talked a lot about uh, the Microsoft kind of reviving uh, Call of Duty and what they've done for the Call of Duty uh, player base uh, over the last week. If I'm not mistaken, I saw a lot of reports online that, People were buying a lot of xboxes, a lot of uh series x's um a lot of uh series s's were kind of flying off the shelves, and that call of duty games, old school Call of duty games anywhere you bought like used games and stuff like that that they were going everywhere. I believe that Call of Duty was also the most bought game across the board uh on the xbox store like the last week, week and a half so Ooh. You know, it's it's kind of been a resurgence of, like, the old school Call of Duties. I know I got in on it. Uh, Omar got in on it. I, even you got in on it with us for a couple games. Ah. So it, it was a good time. And it looks like uh, Xbox is doing a little bit of the same now with the Gears of War trilogy. Gears of War 1, 2, and 3 uh, now has fixed, uh, quote, in quotes, fixed online functionality with uh, matchmaking and multiplayer. So uh, you'll be able to find games on Gears One, Two, and Three again. I know that must be like music to the ears of Omar, uh, our very good friend, who's uh, I believe his favorite uh, game series is Gears of War. Yeah, uh, so we might be hearing a little bit more about that this week. Uh, maybe spoilers for our discussion, but uh, yeah, I as soon as I saw this, I sent it to him, and he just he just sent me, you know, uh, a gif where he was super excited. And uh, I'm sure he's probably been on all day. That's why we haven't heard from him. But uh, any... any uh, did, did you play a lot of Gears, Marcus? I, I don't
1: really... I played I played them more so for the story mode.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, as a multiplayer, I played a little bit of the multiplayer. I know I played a lot more Horde. I think I forgot which one was that one. on uh, Three? Play a lot of Horde, more so than anything else. Just the ways and stuff. Uh, but as mm-hmm. far as actual multiplayer, not really. I know I saw Omar play because Omar liked to wall jump and stuff. And I was like, "Dang, uh, I ain't about to, I ain't about to learn that that aspect of it." So, yeah, I I mean, I played just not to that extent.
0: Yeah, yeah, I I played a lot. Mostly, I started off also for the uh, multiplayer. Got, I mean, for the uh, story, got a lot more into Horde as well. Played a little bit of the multiplayer, mostly with like Eloy, with Leroy, with Omar, because they were real into it. And um, their their uh, multiplayer is just very very different. It, it it's It's not for everybody because the, like you mentioned, the whole wall bouncing mechanic and, you know, there is a, there's kind of a rule that like, you don't have honor unless you play shotguns only kind of thing. And I was never very good at that. So I was one of those people that would get called out like, ah, you're using, you're using the, the assault rifle and all this. And even to this day, Omar would say, ah, You, you ask Omar and he'll say, nah, like, these guys are using Lancers, like that's, that's trash and stuff like that. Yeah. We'll, see, we'll, we'll see what he says once we get him on uh, about, about that playstyle and stuff. But you're going to get a kick out of it because he, he doesn't like it at all. <laughs> and I'm always over here like, oh, uh, I, I, I like the Lancer. <laughs> but anyways, we'll hop over into uh, TV and movies. Uh, Christopher Nolan this week said that it would be an amazing privilege to direct a James Bond movie. I know we're coming up on uh, kind of I would say it's probably like a little bit of a reset of the James Bond series because I think Daniel Craig is done right with uh, James Bond. So we're looking for the for the next Bond. Uh, It would be also quite a film if it's a Christopher Nolan movie. Yeah, I I don't know. I don't know how Jed is going to contain himself with two of the things he loves the most. Yeah. What do you think of that? Is that something you'd like to see?
1: I mean, I don't, I mean, uh, when it comes to James Bond, I stopped watching James Bond <laughs> like in the 90s. I've I seen like the first th- three or four. And I'm talking about all them with Pierce Brosnan. And strange enough, I've never seen a Daniel Craig James Bond movie for whatever reason. And uh, Christopher Nolan, his films, his films, I do, I do watch his films. I don't, I, like, if they're on, I'll appreciate them. I'll watch them. I think there's only like two or three films I have not seen overall. But if you're a fan of Christian Rinalda, who I know is an exceptional storyteller, an exceptional dire- uh, director, then anything he touches more so will probably be good. Probably, more than likely. I'll, 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 99%. You got to leave that 1% just in case it sucks because you don't want to be that guy, right? But um, yeah, I mean, James Bond, a new James Bond, uh, it's always good to, to refresh franchises of that magnitude to bring in a new audience for a new james bond so by all means and if he's gonna be the guy first one to direct it imagine i mean shoot dark knight trilogy in a james Bond universe
0: yeah i mean and uh you know he's he's been getting uh he's been getting rave reviews here with his latest movie right so Oppenheimer, yeah so uh yeah i think as a matter of fact i think i saw a graphic yeah look here it is ron tomato scores for james uh for Christopher Nolan Films. Uh, let's see. So Tenant is the lowest at 69. Then we jump over, then we have 82, uh, 73, 76, 84, 87, 87, 92, 92, 93, 94, 94. So, I mean, that's excellence, really. That's a
1: winning track record, if you ask me. <laughs> that's excellent. <laughs>
0: Uh, The lowest being *Tenant*, the highest being a tie between The Dark Knight and Oppenheimer. So, you know, we have stuff there in between, like The Following, The Prestige, Inception, Dark Knight Rises, Insomnia, Mm -hmm. Uh, Dunkirk, Memento. So, you know, just great films. So I would really like to see... I'm a James Bond fan. So I would like to see his his vision of what James Bond could be. Because... at its core it's there's a formula to it, you know the secret agent uh you know the the beautiful bond women uh and you know how how does he how does he end up saving the world and' getting the girl uh so it would it would be interesting to see know what what that the twists that nolan is gonna put in there and kind of like get us to that like holy crap, this guy did it again you know yeah. so yeah that 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 would be interesting i I really hope that happens to be honest. Uh, this next one is, a uh, kind of a little more, I, I know Marcus will probably be happy about this too, but it's especially exciting for me. Batman mask of the phantasm phantasm, sorry, is being released on 4k ultra HD for the first time on September 12th. So definitely be picking this up. I'm a huge Batman guy and this movie just is excellence. Oh, yeah. Excellence
1: and 4k. Yeah. So
0: I'm super excited about that. Uh, and like I mentioned, I'll be picking that up and I can't wait to see it again. Uh, live action Borderlands movie is going to be released August 9th, 2024 in theaters. Uh, there had been some reports going around that this was kind of, uh, not in trouble, but more like in question with some of the writer stuff going on, going on. And there were they weren't sure like, uh, if this was going to be slowed down or whatever. But now I guess with the with the definite release date of August 9th next year, uh, I guess they are figuring out, they do have some more things figured out and kind of have like a timeline that they have set for uh, wrapping up this film. I know it does have quite the, uh, the cast.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, honestly, it seems to me, um, have you ever played a Borderlands game? Yes, love them. It seems to me it's going to be like a desert suicide squad, especially judging by the poster that they released. And I don't know about you, but Kate Blanchett, Kevin Hart, Jack Black, Jamie Lee Curtis. I don't remember who Florian and um, Ariana uh, Greenblatt are, but I know at least those four, dude. I, I don't know about you, but that sounds hilarious to me. Jamie Lee Curtis and Jack Black, just Kate Blanchett I, it, it's amazing. Is,
0: is Jack Black, uh, I want to say Jack Black is going to be Claptrap, right?
1: I've, I, I haven't seen the, the the cast list at all.
0: I, I I think that's what I had heard rumors of back when. Uh, I'm not sure who Ariana Grandblad is. Florian, oh, Florian is a. Uh, Florian is the guy from uh, Rocky. He plays. Uh, did you watch the Creed series?
1: I actually am halfway through part two.
0: <laughs> okay, so he plays a uh, young Drago. Oh, okay. That's Florian. So the only one I don't know here is Ariana Greenblatt. Ariana. But I mean, just by by. Looking at the stature of Florian, you can probably guess which of the characters he is there in the background,
1: right? Are you? Oh, this is, uh, you haven't seen uh, Barbie yet, but uh, she's the daughter in Barbie. Oh, okay. Yeah, she's 15 years old. She's young.
0: Yeah, I know she's, she's on she, the younger
1: side. You know who she reminds me of? Like, to the T, and, you know, and it strikes me because I thought she was, I don't know if she's Hispanic, but, you know. She kind of looks Hispanic, but her last name says otherwise. But she, she may be Hispanic. I'm not sure. But she reminds me a lot of... Uh, what's her name? Uh, the Fast series. Michelle... Rodriguez? Michelle Rodriguez. Yeah. She reminds me, of, she, she reminds me of a lot of Michelle uh, Rodriguez. Like She'd be in, in those movies where it's like, like she's going to be a walking badass and take no shit from nobody. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see.
0: Oh, okay. I'm looking here at a cast list and seeing who everybody is supposed to play. And I don't want to spoil it in case you don't want to know, but Hold it's no, looking, no. I'm it's looking. looking it's looking like a
1: good list. <laughs> She's going to be playing Tiny Tina. Mm-hmm. That is excellent. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, that's so good. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's looking, it's looking like I mean it's looking like a good like good in terms of the cast casting, so let's let's just see what kind of movie we end up with. Again, yeah. this is going to be uh August 9th of next year. So, we have about a a little over a year, but it'll be here before you know it, really. So
1: oh, it's going to be good.
0: It's gonna yeah. Be good. Uh, another show that I'm I, I really like. I know my sister also really follows uh, these stories as well. Is we got the first teaser for a new a new season of American Horror Story. This one's going to be called American Horror Story Delicate and it's going to be starring Emma Roberts, which is, you know, she's she's on it all the time. She's kind of a, a regular on the series now, uh, but Two, uh, two other names, Kim Kardashian and Cara Delevingne. Delevingne, I don't know how you would say that. I hear people say it differently, but let's just go with Delevingne. Uh You ever checked out American Horror Story? I know yeah, you're I you're really somewhat, you, you love horror, so.
1: <laughs> I mean, I, I appreciate great horror. I appreciate good horror. I, again, that that's just because that falls in the realm of uh, live action. So, you know how it goes.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I just, <laughs> I, I figured yeah. I'd try. Um, another interesting story. Well, these 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 next two actually go hand hand in hand. Maybe uh, a Game of Thrones fan was tired of waiting for George R. R. Martin to finish a Song of Ice and Fire, and they did it themselves with the help of Chat GBT. Uh, <laughs> this this has been kind of like a discussion, like for a while now, about like where is this whole this whole like AI stuff leading? Like, is it gonna take all our jobs? Is it going to write everything for us? Is it going to start making shows on its own? Like where, where, where does the end game come as in terms of like AI and stuff like that? And, uh, us, uh, you know, a lot of us go back and think like, Oh shit, is this the start of, uh, what is it, what is it called? Skynet, right? Like yeah. they're, they're, they're coming for us. They're going to take over everything eventually. <clears throat> now, uh, I think I, I read some of the article and it said that it was quite some of the things that the, the AI because it has access to like everything on the internet and it can pull up information like in a second, you know, it it's it was able to craft some interesting like uh story points and perspectives and that there was some twists that actually felt pretty cool. But that all in all, I think uh the person that kinda headed the project said that uh overall while there was some interesting things overall like it does not compare to the writing of a person and the the work that a person can put in and the thoughts and you know making everything thought-provoking as it comes to like uh presenting it to a reader you know what i mean so so he said that like we're still very far far uh, or long ways i would say from uh this, that being an issue that we really have to worry about, which he said made him feel, like, good. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure if that has to do with our next thing, but <laughs> George R.R. R. Martin has said that he's working on Winds of Winter daily. He's saying that he's writing, in his words, writing, rewriting, editing, writing some more, and making a lot of progress. So, mm. I don't know if he heard this report and said, holy crap, I better get to it, or... <laughs> Or what's going on. But, uh, you know, a lot of us uh, Game of Thrones fans and uh, I guess A Song of Ice and Fire fans even further further back have been waiting for this for a long time. And we're just hoping that this uh, comes out uh, within reason. Right. We don't want it to be rushed. We want a good story. Uh, We've said it a bunch of times with the way Game of Thrones ended. A lot of people had a sour taste in their mouth. Are waiting for the books want to see what's up there if it's the same is it different is he gonna build on that is he gonna change it or what's uh what's up going forward right yeah absolutely so uh so yeah that's uh the kind of the game of thrones news we got going on or uh song of ice and fire news for the readers uh the last couple things the last two things three things sorry i had here was uh, we got the release dates for the new ahsoka series coming to disney plus um it is going to be starting on August 23rd and going through October 4th. Uh, the, first, uh, the first day they're going to be releasing two episodes, and then one, uh, they're going forward. It's going to be a total of eight episodes. So that'll be, go over seven weeks uh, for the Star Wars fans out there. you know the the series have been pretty like good as opposed to like the movie, so again, check this out. Uh, and let's see where Ahsoka goes from there and where we start to build on if we're going to continue with Ahsoka. Uh, you know, there's a chance that we might see some there's a very good chance we might see some characters that we've never seen in a live action format. So I think that's pretty exciting. Uh, the other show that's going to be coming uh, pretty soon in the next couple of weeks is going to be The Continental. And this is from the work uh, from the world of John Wick. Uh, this one is only going to be three episodes, going to be starting September 22nd, going through October 6th. So uh, the Continental from the John Wick universe, I know John Wick is kind of was has been really good lately. I know when it came out, people were all about it. So this is going to be there's talks of like the video game. Uh, I think it, it was confirmed. I think already that we are going to get some kind of video game and that we're going to get this side story now. Uh, so John Wick fans, something else coming soon yeah now the last thing that we have for tv and movies we got the one piece live action uh trailer i I don't think it's it's not the first trailer but it's i don't know if the first one was a teaser but we got a big trailer that was that kind of showed a lot of what to expect what things people are going to look like things are going to look like a little bit of what the action is going to look like uh so i think this was a lot a lot better of a view of like what to expect uh, again, this is going to come August thirty first. I specific. I really want to hear from you. I know we've already kind of touched on it a little bit, just in our day to day discussions. But what do you? Being that you're like down that one piece rabbit hole right now, what did you think of what you saw? So uh, is the, the is the hype bigger? Is the hype smaller? Is it a mix of things? Are you completely in? Do you have you know some reservations about it? Just lay it all out.
1: I. Uh, so when I saw this, there's a lot of things I liked. A lot of things I liked. There's a lot. There's some things I did not like. I know they're they're pushing the advertising a lot. They're they're rolling with it. They're hoping it's successful. And what blows my mind is, yeah, some of the character designs might like might look a little funky. But to be fair, it, it looks like they're trying to follow this to a T. And I'm gonna give them all the kudos for that. I, I I'm I'm gonna give them all the credit. They're following it. To, you know to what we've seen to what's in the manga because they're damned if they do damned if they don't they're damned if they change the story to to make it fit their character designs and and their their sets then they're damned when they try to make something look like something with the budget that they're given and it's just they make fun of it It doesn't happen but nonetheless again a lot of people are the the main gripe is a lot of people are kind of shitting all over their designs their looks some of them look good some of them do not okay fine Okay, I, 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 and I'll give it some. There's some that do look a little funky. But then there's others that look really good, and there's some that look that that don't. So right from the get-go, we did it to see Goldie, Goldie Roger. Goldie Roger did look a little not as majestic. The get-up is fine. The face is fine. But you wanted to see a big boy Goldie Roger where we're kind of getting this is what looks like a regular man. But again, something something straight from the manga, what we've seen right from the anime. And they they showed a lot they they showed more of the powers they showed more of the plot lines the ships and the effects honestly look pretty good some better than others and that's fine but the sets look amazing the ships look amazing the effects look good the the dialogue the actor the actors and the actresses actually piqued my interest i think Zoro looks cool nami looks cool buggy he looked a little weird in the beginning but he's grown on me the one who kind of looked weird to me here and still even when he first came out was sanji sanji's character looks a little weird but nami looks awesome they, they tried with arlong um judging by what we've seen it looks like we're gonna it's gonna go at least up or it's gonna cover up to the arlong um arc um, and his, again, his his caution was good. Arlong, you can tell there's a little bit of, of effects there, but even then, it doesn't look something totally crazy. I know some of the dialogue from some of the characters might be a little cringe, but again, it's a shonen manga, meaning there is going to be cringy-ass dialogue. You know what I mean? So people are hating it for the weirdest reasons, but I'm going to give credit where credit is due. There's, there seems to be all kinds of all kind, there's in my in my opinion there's more positives and negatives a lot more a lot more positive than negatives i'm hoping it's good i'm hoping the reviews are good i'm hoping it's not a review bomb just because of the gatekeepers and the elitists they kind of will get their hands on some of these things um give it to what it, what it's worth it looks like they do have more planned already and the reason i say that is because at the end um you do see some wanted posters and the wanted posters, it looks like they already have somebody for Foxy. They already have somebody for Bellamy. And then they have somebody for, um, Oh, what's his name? It's, it's a guy with a uh, big blonde hair, uh, cast. Uh, I don't remember his name. It's not coming to me. Um, Cavendish. I think it's Cavendish. Uh, they already have somebody for Cavendish. And yeah, it, it's going. And it looks good. I, I'm going to be on it. I'll be watching regardless. Because again, I'm on that One Piece train. And if you remember, I think it was about a year ago where I said, I'd always talked about starting it. And I'm finally glad I did because it's good. And today, as a matter of fact, I just hit episode 500 on the money. Wow, nice. Yeah, I know. So if you're not on that train, and it is, it is, if this is something... You like what you see hopefully people might give the the anime a, a shot you know despite it being a huge commitment because it, it really doesn't feel like it so yeah initial thoughts
0: yeah i think i have the uh i think i have the added benefit of not knowing too much about the series and not being really enthralled with everything and how people look and how people you know the fights and everything uh in terms of the anime or the manga uh, for that matter so in my opinion, I I also thought there was the things that looked a little bit wonky just from a from a uh, from like a effects perspective uh, initially, like in the first trailer. But this one, I thought everything looked pretty solid for the most part, and it it might be like one of the better, if not the best, uh, adaptation I think I've ever seen in terms of the way it looks like now like beforehand just simply from the trailer um so i'm i'm pretty excited i'm actually really excited to to check this out and see what uh what character i'm gonna like who's gonna who's gonna make me bite on finally getting myself to get into the uh the pursuit of the
1: one piece yeah the pursuit of the one piece maybe um and keep in mind if if you if if season one moves forward and i'm sorry if season two moves forward you would and especially if it hits the budget will probably get bigger to kind of fill in those little you know wonky caveats for the effects and even the caution designs you know if you wanted Arlong to look bigger and buffer if you wanted goldie roger in my case to look more majestic um who's to say they can't right get these guys to work out or something let's go
0: (laughs) yeah and i mean uh, if you're a fan if you're not a fan check it out Uh let people know what you think, you know, get engaged and all that because uh like Marcus said, there could be changes. And uh if you like what they put out, you know, the best the best thing you can do is to go and watch it and to tell people about it and tell people to check it out, get more you know, more eyes on the product because if they see, you know what, yes we put a lot of effort into this and it cost X amount of money for us to uh put the budget for like the ships and you know some of the effects and stuff like that. But if people are watching it, they're gonna give us more. So if you want, if you like One Piece, if you like what they put out, give it a watch. They'll give us season two. Maybe they'll give us some other animes too that, you know, do a little bit more justice than some of the other you know films and stuff like that we've seen, yeah. uh, from back in the day. Because <laughs> uh, those are interesting to say the least. Mm-hmm. You ever watched I know I did watch the, uh, the old school uh, Death Note one. I d- I never did see the Mob Psycho video I mean movie though. Did you ever watch any of those?
1: No, I, I, I never did. Uh-uh. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. one, that one for good reason. That one I said no. There's no way that it looks nothing like.
0: It. <laughs> yeah, for <laughs> for for an anime that's like one of the main things is like the special effects and visuals and stuff like that. Can you imagine?
1: <laughs> yeah, no, that one that one was something else.
0: Yeah, is there anything else you can think of out there? I know uh, I did uh, mention to you at the beginning of the show, or before the show actually, that I did catch up on Jujutsu Kaisen, uh, pretty good, pretty good. Uh, I did start watching Kodoro, which I know got you excited because you've been, uh, you know, shouting out that name when it comes to like some top tier characters that we have in our in our circle. So uh, I've been playing some uh, Minish Cap. I know you've still been on that. Uh, one piece train and <laughs> I know you've still been on that power washing simulator train, so
1: <laughs> yeah, power, I mean power any, watching simulator, man. Anything else new that you picked up this week? Besides those? No, no. Uh just uh, I, I still play Zelda, obviously, still play Zelda. Uh but Power Watch Simulator is a little casual game right now just because and again I mentioned it, we're well, Overwatch. I always kinda of played Overwatch casually, but uh for whatever reason I just you know I I still play it a little bit day, every so often, but I'm just on that power watch simulator and Zelda. Um, One Piece. That's all I'm watching. Still, all I'm watching is all I'm going to be watching. Like I said, I just hit episode 500. Uh, and I did see Barbie. I did see Barbie in theaters, and it's it's real funny because all the people I, I've seen, it, honestly, I loved it. I thought it was great. It was a great movie. I thought it was funny. the The social commentary was excellent, especially for a movie like that. Um, and I, people are, and I, I see like the negative people on on social media, and they're like, "Oh, woke movie, woke movie," and I'm like, "You understand." That the whole concept of this is, it's it's a women empowerment, but they, it's they're basically like trying to overthrow the patriarchy, right? And and it's it's how the patriarchy is displayed and how they're trying to get through it. And it's funny because they make fun of men, and I was laughing at some of those jokes, man. Like I, it, it was funny, but I just didn't understand why you know some people over here they're kind of get woke culture when it this this is not, uh, uh, um, you know men being in power and just wanting more powerful women that's not woke culture i think that's that that does fit in line to what we want to see more of so i it was good i enjoyed it through and through
0: yeah i think i think there's a i i I, when there's some instances where some people will say like oh you know they're pushing this too far they're trying too hard to be woke you know they're just trying to do it for like brownie points or whatever but uh along with that there's also like a subsection of people that just uh don't really want to hear a message, don't really care for other people's opinions, thoughts or to talk about the state of the world and affairs and stuff like that. So, they'll just use that uh that whole woke thing or you know different like little uh phrases and uh words like that to kind of hide behind ignorance. Yeah. So, uh not to say that everybody does that, you know, some people, obviously everybody's different, so different people will interpret things differently, but, you know, uh I kind of always figured that that's what the movie was going to be because, or in a way, I, I still haven't seen it myself, but I figured that it was going to be in some way that kind of film because from the very beginning, we got like the, we got the message that they put out saying like, this is not like this is not going to be what you expect. Like there's going to be quite a twist to this movie and there's going to be like a learning thing here. And you're going to, we're going to discover certain topics. And and the or, best
1: part is, is they're not sugarcoating anything. They, the movie blatantly tells you, no, we're going to we're, This is, this is what we're doing. Hey, to hell with the page. And, and, and the, the dialogue says it right off the bat, there's no sugarcoating. <laughs> it's going to tell you exactly what to expect, which I thought was an extra. I, I, honestly, it was a great, it was, it was a great uh, touch there, too, just to outright be like, hey, you know, screw you. You know what I mean? It was good stuff. That's very respectable, you
0: know? When yeah, they tell yeah. you, hey, we're not lying movie. about what this movie is.
1: Yeah, exactly, you know? dude. Exactly. And and again, there's it, it, it's meta. It does break the fourth wall a couple of times and stuff like that. Uh, like, there was one scene where it's kind of like, I think it's Margot, Robert, Margot Robbie, or Barbie, and she says something like, um, uh, this is only a spoiler, by the way. It's not even a big one. Uh, she says something like, oh, it's because um i'm just it, you know it's ugly and it's all ugly and then the narrator says side note uh go it's kind of hard to say that when you're marco robbie and then it goes back to the movie <laughs> <laughs> yeah and i'm just like yeah of course you know, not <laughs> yeah you know and, and the jokes are good ryan gosling is is hilarious dude hilarious some great scenes uh simu liu uh, uh i can you know, Simu liu Yeah, they so say uh, michael sarah were excellent so uh, even quite the cast quite the
0: cat. yeah.
1: <laughs> and, and and they gave everybody some ample screen time and all, but obviously it's Barbie and Ken, um, and it's good. You know, the commentary is good, and there's even there's even uh, a good message that 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 kind of goes away from patriarchy there towards the end. That really fits, um, you know, just for like identity and stuff. So it, it was good, man, and and it was good stuff. Yeah, I, I I recommend it. I haven't seen Oppenheimer yet, uh, but I, I, I heard it was I heard it was awesome.
0: Well, from uh, from people that have seen it and like from you that have seen Barbie. Uh, and really from across the, the internet, you know, the the reviews are kind of in and both movies are supposed to be very, very excellent movies. So uh, go check them out. I know it's been kind of a rough time for the cinema and for, you know, moviegoers and, uh, you know, people putting out movies and stuff like that uh, have been they've, they've been hit hard lately with uh, with reviews and with money and numbers and stuff like that. Uh, so these two are supposed to be two big movies worth seeing. So, uh, if you had, uh, any apprehensions about that, you know, these are the, these are the two you want to watch this summer, uh, at least one, right? So whichever one's for you, go, go check it out and, uh, see what you think. Now, uh, we'll finish off with hero of the week. I do have two for this week. Uh, and they are actually two that are very near and dear to both of us uh don't don't let him don't let them know that we said this but uh, and that we're talking about him in su- such high praise but the first one is gonna go to andrew our buddy andrew 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 rgc on twitch he has been streaming quite a bit lately uh but at the sign we did mention at the top of the show that we started putting stuff on youtube uh at the first sign of like struggle for me i reached out to him and said hey can you help me kind of figure some of this tech stuff out i know he is a techie like myself Um uh, and right away he hopped on Discord. As a matter of fact, I think the first time that I asked him for help, he was on his way back from Oppenheimer. So he was driving on the road, hopped on Discord on his. Uh, he he called me on Discord on his phone while he was driving. Uh, you know, <laughs> I don't advise you know being able to do that, right? <laughs> Doing that, right? But he he right away called me and said, "What are you trying to do? What do you need help with? What is this? Try this. Try that. Have you looked at this? Check this out." Uh I I I hear that people some people use this, some people use that. And I was like, okay, that's a good base. Like, let me try some of these things. And he said, Okay, well, I'm hitting this part of the road. I need to get off the phone. So uh, I'll talk to you later. So right away he hopped on, helped me, helped me iron out some stuff, has been in the Discord calls with us over the last couple of days, kind of uh telling us like, oh, maybe you need to fix this. He did watch our video, one of the first people to watch our YouTube video and made a couple of suggestions to me and Marcus. Uh one which made I followed
1: fam- right away. <laughs>
0: yeah, made me familiar with a with a software that I can use to maybe do some editing, uh, post recording before I upload it to YouTube. So, a uh, big shout out to Andrew for being you know ready to to help me like right off the bat. Uh, and you know I- I'm sure anything we need he's gonna help us out too. Uh, like I said, he does stream on Twitch. Uh, he is Twitch uh, Twitch TV slash Andrew RGC. Uh, I know he's doing a playthrough right now. Final Fantasy 16 is the one out right now, right? Yes. So he he has been playing through that one. I think he's uh nearing the end. So if you want to check that out, check that out. I know he does. Uh, he has been uploading some stuff to his YouTube as well, which is the same name, Andrew RGC. So check him out. The second one, <clears throat> and I know this is a this is a this was a special weekend for him. Our our other friend Ricky, Ricky Contreras. Uh, I believe on Instagram he is uh, Ricardo underscore Contreras Jr. He has been through quite a journey, a huge uh, journey in terms of, uh, you know, getting fit and uh, weight loss and stuff like that. And I know that this weekend was a special one for him because kind of like the light at the end of the tunnel for him has always been competing in uh he used to be a powerlifter when we were in high school Mm -hmm. so competing in some in some kind of way uh in powerlifting again and i know that uh i think he he had tried it once and i think i I don't know if something had happened or it didn't go as well for him right the first time but this past weekend he competed in what i see here is the south texas showdown and i think he hit a meet pr so you know he was he was very happy with his performance and it's happy to see that you know he kind of that that's been the thing that he's always said i want to compete i want to compete i want to compete again so him being able to go out there do what he did you know and kind of uh, continue on his journey of self-improvement and all that you know it's kind of just inspiring and if you are you know looking to see something like that again he's on twitter i mean on uh Instagram at Ricardo underscore C uh, no Ricardo underscore Contreras Jr. And, uh, you know, quite the journey. And he's, he's very, uh, he's not shy about it. Like he, he's, uh, he's very, he's very social. He'll, if you uh, need pointers and tips and stuff like that, I know he's, uh, he's very, he'll, he'll talk to you and he'll, he's very friendly. So if you're looking to like start something like that, you need a little push or you need a little inspiration, you know, it's, it's been, uh, I know, you know, our friend group isn't the best about compliments or guys in general aren't the best at like uh, raising each other up all the time. But it's been an amazing journey that he's been on. So, uh, you know, just uh, give him a follow, shout him out. And uh, from the MetaEra Nerds, shout out to Ricky. Uh, Congrats on your big meet and your PRs, bro.
1: Absolutely. Um, It was in McAllen texas i believe he said it was at memorial and i think it was yesterday and i know yesterday. he said he would have been training and right now i think he's only doing bench bench is what he's doing that's what he's comfortable with and he's been he works out every day he, he works hard every day and he will have his cheat days but he's disciplined he, he knows exactly what he's doing a lot of the times uh, and, and i've actually sent him messages um, whenever he's posting something or he looks at something you just kind of get the sense of like it, it's happened, more, for me, it's happened more often, more often times than one where I see him and I say, man, I, I'm going to go run. I'm going to go run just because he, he motivated me. And I also message, Hey man, keep it up, dude. You're doing awesome. Like I, I went yeah. for a run cause of you, man. Cause you know, just, just, just the discipline and responsibility he has for what he does. It, it really is amazing. So, um, again, man, congrats. Awesome. Keep it up. And we're all looking at you, man. You're doing awesome.
0: Yeah, so uh, like we mentioned at the top of the show, um, we have our first video out on YouTube. It is Nerds. You can also follow us on Twitter, where I will be tweeting out the videos as they come out. It is also Nerds on Twitter, or I guess going to be X now. <laughs> so follow us on X <laughs> slash Meta Nerds. I guess, uh, when this is coming out. Uh, I don't know if we'll be putting out videos there. <laughs> but... <laughs> Yeah, just uh, check us out. Thanks for listening. Uh, Again, big shout out to Andrew, to Ricky. Thanks for your help and good job on uh, everything, Ricky. Uh, Anything else you want to throw in there, Marcus?
1: Yeah, and last thing, um, again, uh, shout out to Andrew, Ricky. You guys are awesome. Thanks for everything that y'all do. We don't say it as much and a lot of times we will not say it, but it never goes unappreciated. So thank you again for that. Uh, But again, We did have a gaming Q&A again sometime last week where we kind of hit some heavy questions. So if you haven't checked out that podcast, feel free to give a listen to. I know when it comes to gaming, we do have a lot to talk about and a lot of fun stuff, usually when it comes to like reminiscing and stuff like that. So give that a listen to. And if you did not hear, or you need a reminder at the beginning of the show, we mentioned that we dropped our first youtube video you can go to youtube find us on meta nerds and we're going over the uh it's a pokemon tier list for the first evolution of the starters and where we rank them so give that a give that a listen to check it out and again i know that's something that we're going to be getting better at whenever you look at all the great youtuber and their contents or all the good youtubers and stuff and their content their first videos always start off a little you know uh you know a little a little weird so we're trying to uh, work our <laughs> way up and and you're right. obviously be efficient, be clear, me sound clear. Um, I wasn't the only one. Andrew had also mentioned, oh, it's because your microphone, you want to put it so closer to you. And then me- uh, uh, Melanie even says, my girlfriend says, she goes, you need to put it right in front of your face because I was moving it closer. And she goes, no, right in front, which is a reason I have it right where I have it. So, and again, I- I'm not, you know, R- Rico help helps me a lot with the same technological stuff and just ensuring that my audio and video is where it needs to be. So again, thank you also. Um, but other than that, again, Uh, listen to our previous episodes check us out on youtube now and thank you guys for listening and thank you guys for watching yeah have a good one
0: later